Section 8 of The Baha'i Revelation by Thornton Chase This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater The Baha'i Revelation by Thornton Chase Section 8 History The Bob in the city of Shiraz, Persia, on the evening of Jamal e Aval fifth, twelve sixty A.H., the one thousand two hundred and sixtieth year of Mohammedan reckoning from the Hejira, which was May twenty third, eighteen forty four A.D., a young man, afterward known as the Bab or Gate, began calling upon men to repent to purify their lives, and to prepare to meet he whom God shall manifest, who was about to appear to fulfill the words of the prophets and to proclaim the word of God. His mission was that of an Elias, a John the Baptist proclaiming the coming of one mightier than him, and calling upon men to prepare the way for that coming. The place and time of that declaration corresponded exactly with the prophecies in Israelitish, Christian, and Mohammedan scriptures and traditions. It was in the Persian kingdom, which was the especial field of Daniel's prophecies. It arose out of Mohammedanism, which power was distinctly foretold as to appear in that former great kingdom of Persia. It was in the Mohammedan year 1260, which corresponded to the time, times, and half a time, named to Daniel as the period of these wonders, to the time of the end, which same period is referred to in several ways in the revelation of St. John. It was exactly one thousand years from the disappearance of the twelfth Imam, the Imam Mahdi, who was to appear at the end of that time to usher in the second coming of Christ upon the earth. The date fulfillment was in accurate accord with many prophecies, and the accompanying signs answered so literally to numerous declarations in various scriptures that many men of intellect, as well as those who were learned only in heart knowledge, believed in the Bab. His doctrine spread rapidly through Persia and inspired such spiritual zeal that it aroused the antagonism of the orthodox ulamas and doctors of religious law. Great oppression was incited by them, which finally drove the Babis to fight in self-defense of their property and lives. The history of trials and sufferings, battles and martyrdoms, endurance and joy for their faith and love of truth is authentic and scarcely paralleled in all the world. One who witnessed such martyrdoms wrote, How many children have become fatherless? How many fathers have become childless? How many mothers have not dared, through fear and dread, to mourn over their slaughtered children? Many were the servants of God, who at eve were in wealth and opulence, 
and at dawn were beheld in the extreme of poverty and abasement. There is no ground but hath been dyed with their blood, and no air whereunto their groanings have not arisen. And during these few years the arrows of affliction have rained down without intermission from the clouds of fate. Yet, notwithstanding all these visitations and afflictions, the fire of divine love is in such fashion kindled in their hearts that, were they all to be hewn in pieces, they would not forswear the love of the beloved of all the dwellers upon earth. Nay, rather with their whole souls do they yearn and hope for what may befall them in the way of God. A European witness, Mr. Usher, said, It was enough to be suspected of Barbeeism to be at once put to death. No time was lost between apprehension and execution. Death was the only punishment known. The headless bodies lay in the streets for days, the terrified relatives fearing to give them burial, and the dogs fought and growled over the corpses in the deserted thoroughfares. For six years the Bob taught and wrote his instructions, known as the Bayan, Revelation, most of the time in prison, often questioned by the ulamas, beaten and bastinadoed, and finally he was martyred in 1850 at the age of 30 in the public square of Tabriz. An eyewitness, not a believer, writes of him at that time. The Bob kept perfectly silent, his pale and beautiful face surrounded by a black beard, his white and delicate hands, his figure and distinguished manner, everything in his person and in his dress aroused the sympathy and compassion of the spectators. He had characteristics truly great and noble, and was a man of firm and settled convictions. His moral character was high, and he aimed in his teaching to bring all his countrymen into a community, united by intellectual and moral ties. Professor Ross of University College London wrote, His wonderful life needs no comment. If ever a life spoke for itself, it is the Bob's, with its simplicity, integrity, and unswerving devotion to the truth that was born in him. He felt the truth in him, and in the proclamation of that truth he moved neither hand nor foot to spare himself, but unflinchingly submitted to all manner of injustice and persecution, and finally to an ignominious death. His influence penetrated deeper than their curiosity and their minds. It reached their hearts and inspired them with a spirit of self-sacrifice, renunciation and devotion as remarkable and as admirable as his own. End of section 8 Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater Recorded in London, England